0: Thanks for tuning in to the Clemson Foothills Church Podcast. Uh, today we're going to be looking at Scripture throughout the New Testament on uh, Jesus' teaching on forgiveness and uh, its implications. Um, forgiveness is something that, you know, really I thought I knew a lot about. And um, looking at Scripture and, and the way Jesus taught um, about forgiveness I realized I really didn't know a whole lot about it, and um, it's something that I really want to make more a part of my walk with God, my daily walk with God, for it to be um, something that I can practice in real time. Um, forgiveness is a powerful uh, weapon that we can use against the enemy, and I and, uh, just think about you know all the times that come up during the middle of the day when... Something happens to me where I need to uh, forgive someone and uh, I'm not really good at forgiving um, in real time. I'm good at forgiving when it's convenient or when I've had uh, plenty of time to think about it, to talk about it, uh, to you know, kind of emotionally wrap my brain around it. But um, I just wanted to um, take this time to maybe help us to... To uh get some greater insight through the scriptures on this and and maybe something that we can take with us uh, to put in our tool bag to use on a on a daily basis and cultivate a um just a an attitude of forgiveness in our life, which I think uh thinking about it was just it's like if forgiveness in real time to me i'm thinking is is grace. Um, having Being able to have grace and to be able to understand forgiveness more so that we can have more grace in our life um, would be an awesome thing. So without uh, further ado, we're going to turn to the book of uh, Luke, uh, chapter 7, verse 36, and we'll start there. Um, then one of the Pharisees invited him to eat with him. He entered the Pharisee's house and reclined at a table. And a woman in the town who was a sinner found out that Jesus was reclining at the table in the Pharisee's house. She brought an alabaster flask of fragrant oil and stood behind him at his feet, weeping, and began to wash his feet with her tears. She wiped his feet with the hair of her head, kissing them and anointing them with the fragrant oil. When the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, This man, if he were a prophet, would know who and what kind of woman this is who is touching him. She is a sinner. Jesus replied to him, Simon, I have something to say to you. Teacher, he said, say it. A creditor had two debtors. One owned five hundred denarii and the other fifty. Since they could not pay it back, he graciously forgave them both. So which of them will love him more? Simon answered, I suppose the one who I suppose the one he forgave more. You have judged correctly, he told him. "'Turning to the woman, he said to Simon, "'Do you see this woman? "'I entered your house. "'You gave me no water for my feet, "'but she with her tears has washed my feet "'and wiped them with her hair. "'You gave me no kiss, "'but she hasn't stopped kissing my feet since I came in. "'You didn't anoint my head with oil, "'but she has anointed my feet with fragrant oil. "'Therefore I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven. "'That's why she loved much. "'But the one who has forgiven little loves little.' Then he said to her, your sins are forgiven. Those who were at the table with him began to say among themselves, who is this man who even forgives sins? So here we have uh, two very different reactions to Jesus. We have Simon, who his reaction to seeing Mary wash Jesus' feet is one of disgust. And he seems to be appalled by um, Jesus and his inability to discern Mary as a sinner. We also see that there's a correlation between forgiveness and the capacity for love. There's also a correlation between our own seeing our own need for forgiveness and the ability to forgive and be forgiven. Forgiveness is something that I know we all want to grow in, but we can't grow in it unless we have an understanding of our own salvation and remembering all the things that we've been forgiven of. Forgiveness is also something that we should be asking for every day. Jesus taught this in Matthew 6 when he taught his disciples the model prayer. Therefore, you should pray like this. Our Father in heaven, your name be honored as holy. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we have also forgiven our debtors. And do not bring us into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. And Jesus goes on to say here, For if you forgive people their wrongdoing, your heavenly Father will forgive you as well. But if you don't forgive people, your Father will not forgive your wrongdoing. So we see there's a spiritual law at work here that when we forgive others, it increases our capacity to be forgiven by God. And we also see this example in Jesus when he on the cross says, forgive them, Father, for they know not what they do. And this is probably one of the most powerful um, scriptures or anything ever uttered by any human being ever, um, for Jesus to be being put to death and simultaneously on the cross being able to say forgive them I know that this is so convicting for me because I, at times, I have, I struggle with just uh, forgiving people in real time when I'm on the road or at home, uh, you know, with my family. Um, Just saying, Father, forgive them for they know not what they do. Um, Just the compassion that comes from knowing that sometimes people don't know what they're saying or know what they're doing. And sometimes we just literally take it the wrong way and take it personally when we shouldn't so that's all i've got for this podcast i want to thank you all for tuning in to brother chainsaw and have a great day bye